Hey John, how, how's it going today? What, what's going on? Video games. Video games. That's that's the big thing happening in my life right now is video okay. games. <laughs> okay, so today is uh, August twenty third, um, and there was a big Destiny showcase, which I didn't watch because I was mostly paying attention to work today. Yeah. Um, and it was a long video, uh, but I saw a lot about it on Twitter. And I, what I saw about it made me want to play Destiny after this. <laughs> I, in fact, asked you today if you wanted to just take today off and play Destiny instead, but you were like, no, we should be responsible to record the episode. Blah, blah, blah. But okay. I, I was ready to record. I just wanted to get it out of the way. I was ready to talk about the content of today, but yeah. Video I, I, I definitely, uh, <laughs> it was, a uh, yeah. Um, Hey, Destiny is uh, updating the, for any of you who, who care about that, and it looks good. Um, they're making it playable. They're making it playable again. Finally, let's go. I, I think it's very fun. Like you, you were saying before we recorded, like it, it, it got me thinking. Like it's, it's very strange to me. Like talking to people who have like had like years of experience with Destiny, and like I, I've only just actively started playing like a couple months ago. Uh, because I didn't start, like, having issues with how the game is, is built systems-wise until, like, relatively recently, Mm -hmm. uh, probably towards the end of, not, not this past season, but the season before that, uh, Mm -hmm. because, like, once I started getting towards, like, in-game content, and I started being like, alright, I wanna, I wanna form a group and, and do this content. Only, only to be informed by my girlfriend that I have to go to the Destiny website and and form a group on their web browser group finder. Or and you I, could go to Reddit. Or I could go to Reddit. Um, and I was like, "This is strange. <laughs> this is it's a yeah." <laughs> and then, and then I was like, I was like talking to her. I was like, you know, it's really weird how how I can't like have a loadout. And she was like, "Oh, well, there's this website you can use." And I was like, "Okay." And then mm-hmm. I, I started talking about how I didn't really know, like, what, like, a lot of the stats meant or, like, what a good weapon looks like. And she was like, well, you could go to this website. And I was like, <laughs> how much of this game is built around people tabbing out of the game and yes. going to a website? Yes. I would, I would, I would, uh, I would not be shocked to learn that the Destiny, uh, multiple monitor user base is uh significantly higher than for other <laughs> games just because of the sheer amount of quality of life that is not in it um yeah i we've talked before like i've talked before about like my love-hate relationship with destiny and it i truly there's so much to love in it um and one of the things that i love is when they add quality of life features that should have been in the game three years ago <laughs> yeah the fact that like a, gr- a group finder system not being in the game like this late into the game existing is so strange to me because I I, I come from World of Warcraft and mm-hmm. they put they put group finder shit in the game like really early on. <laughs> and that yeah. that was in like 2008. <laughs> like Yeah, and, and Destiny just got it today in 2022. It's crazy. Uh, well it's not it's not it's not out yet. Not, we have we have to wait until next year. Uh, oh my god, it will be out in 2023. 
But, oh, that's in the new expansion, right? I didn't. Yeah, I didn't watch the show, so I don't know what's going to be on today when I log on. Yeah, all the all the quality of life stuff that they announced that's going to make the game good doesn't actually come out until the next expansion. <laughs> oh, okay. The, uh, don't play Destiny, guys. Just wait. Just wait till next expansion. Wait till it'll February. Be it'll be great. We'll all have a good time. <laughs> it'll be great. Or, <laughs> or start now, so you can start internalizing the uh, like college level course amount of information you need to retain on all uh, your character stats. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what a funny game. Uh, what else happened in video games today? I know that uh, Gamescom happened, but uh, Gamescom all happened. I heard about that was that Kojima is starting a podcast. Kojima's starting a podcast. Kojima, if you're out there, come on to the pod. We could do like a collab. We'll go on your we podcast. Talk about, <laughs> we can talk about video games on yours. You, you can talk about Homestuck on ours. It'll be great. Um... Mr. Kojima, if you agree, we will final. If you agree to come on the show, we will finally do the Metal Gear episode. Absolutely. Um, the other big thing in video games that happened that I cared about is the new Final Fantasy XIV patches out. Uh, mm. But I don't have the money for a sub right now, so I'm just going all in on Destiny Two. Uh, I, I I hope all of our listeners who are active subs to to Final Fantasy XIV are enjoying their island sanctuary. I wish I was on mine. Uh, video games. Everybody join the Patreon and give John money so they feel Please. less bad. <laughs> Please. And can afford a Final Fantasy sub. Um, yeah, that's all the video game stuff that I cared about that happened today. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I heard that Gamescom was uh, very video games light. I, I, uh, I, 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 I watched like the beginning of the stream and... Then I saw the Harry Potter game, and I was like, I'm done watching the stream. Uh, so, I, I have no idea what was announced after that, besides the Kojima podcast. Uh, the, the Harry Potter game. Uh, cursed bit of information. Um, so, like, the I forget if it's the director or what. I think it might be the director of that game. But some, some higher up uh, on... Uh, I think it's called Hogwarts Legacy, like, has a YouTube channel, and they're still doing, like, 2014 anti-SJW content on it. It's truly incredible. That's awesome. I would would expect nothing less from someone on the Harry Potter video game. Yeah, isn't it, like, kind of amazing? Because, like, I would expect that, uh, with J.K. Rowling becoming the PR disaster that she is, uh... WB, I think, is making this game. Like, I would assume that they would, like, you know, try to be on their toes about the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I, 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 the, the only, the only good thing in regards to Harry Potter and, and WB, uh, is that I, I, I saw recently that they are reconsidering their relationship with the franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> greatest news I ever saw. Uh, apparently people at WB, the higher-ups, are considering just shelving Harry Potter altogether. Well, well I, I think Fingers that, uh, crossed. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if, like, you have ever, like, looked at J.K. Rowling's Twitter account recently. I do sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I haven't seen, like, what... She, I haven't, like, looked at her timeline since God knows how many years ago it was that she first started posting, like suspiciously like weird 
trans stuff that had like a little bit of plausible deniability to it, but was really weird. And it's crazy just to look at her feed now, and it's like there is like almost no indication this person has any relationship with Harry Potter or anything besides like fanatical transphobia. It's bizarre. Listen, when it comes to J.K. Rowling, this is the only thing I need right here. This post. <laughs> uh, po- uh, listeners, post reads, uh, thanks to Rango Kenny 1312 on Twitter. Uh, smoked a J laced with K. That shit had me rolling. <laughs> it's a great post. I've been thinking about it all week. It is a really good one. Yeah. I- I've been... Yeah. There was a conversation on our Discord the other day about Harry Potter. Um, and... I would love to do, like, a longer-form discussion about it at some point, but uh, the thing about that is that, one, you're... I don't think that you're familiar with Harry Potter. I watched the first four movies? The last one I watched was Goblet of Fire. The uh, last one you watched had a uh, uh, Robert Pattinson in it. Yeah, yeah. Good point to end it. Yeah, I... The reason that I, I, I don't... I'm reticent to doing that is that, one... I don't think I would enjoy a full, like, it, it, the amount of research I would have to, like, uh, the, the, the I would have to, like, read the books again. I don't want to do that. Um, but also, uh, because the entire, like, reason I, that I wanted to start this show was because of a Harry Potter reread podcast called The Shrieking Shack that I would really recommend anybody go and listen to uh, if you want, uh, if you want some takes about Harry Potter that I generally agree with and I think are is an entertaining format uh, to tackle that. So I know that we had a discussion in Discord recently about Harry Potter. Um, and yeah, I wanted to recommend that again, if anybody... Uh, uh, I haven't been around long enough to hear that the whole reason that we exist is because I wanted to rip off a Harry Potter podcast. Yeah. Gotta keep it 100. You can't get me to consume that shit. <laughs> you, you, yeah. you, you could not do anything to get me to approach it. I... I, I, I bought a bundle on the PSN store that included the, the Lego Harry Potter video games, and that is the only way that I'm willing to consume the Harry Potter franchise. You it, know, the Harry Potter Legos are pretty banging, and I frequently wish that they weren't Harry Potter so I could buy them, so that's fair. I want to build a Lego castle. Understandable. Uh, <laughs> speaking of rampant transphobia... Uh, yes. Why don't, we, why don't we get to today's content? <laughs> Oh my god. John doing the segue for once. Okay. <laughs> um, Alright. Let's see. Alright, so uh, today, uh, in our jur- further journeys through Pester Quest, uh, we read Volume 6, which has the double nuclear bomb uh, duo, double pack of uh, Gamzee and Vriska back-to-back. So... I guess without further ado, uh, unless there's anything else, uh, let's talk about Gamzee. Absolutely. All right. So, recap of uh, of the Gamzee route. So, uh, we've delivered Carcat home after uh, a good old day of hanging out with the boys. Um, he's a uh, Carcat's a little bit grumpy. Uh, probably needs to sleep for a week to recover his energy. Let's leave him alone. Uh. In our lack of an immediate, uh, in our lack of immediate companionship, we decide to go and check out that other troll that Carcat mentioned being friends with. Uh, what was his name? So, we zap on over to Gamzee's place of residence, and we greet him. Uh, he's he's standing out in the shoreline throwing rocks into the ocean, uh, and we we walk up to him. So, uh, <laughs> I'll be real when. We first approach Gamzee, and, like, he... So, the, the first thing Gamzee asks us is, like, 
you ever like stare at the ocean, like you know, really you know, give it a good look? Uh, and he's doing his like one of the faces where he's got the little squinting eyes. I thought he was trying to trick us to turn around so he could hit us over the head with a rock or something. <laughs> what a horrible way to die! <laughs> <laughs> um, until I reread it. Uh, that little section and realized that we were already in fact facing the ocean and uh, he is the one who's closer to it. So uh, putting that theory aside, <laughs> um, Gamzee first mistakes us for a lost loose. This is the other reason I thought is because um, he's like, oh, I thought you were somebody's lost Lucis. Uh, sorry about this. Like, what are you like? What, what was the what was the operating assumption? Like, what were you going to do? Anyway, uh, Gamzee mistakes us for uh, Lost Lucis, and on realizing his mistake, uh, introduces himself as Gamzee, and offers, uh, and invites us indoors, uh, to, to share a pie with him. Um, we go inside with him, uh, we survey Gamzee's hive while he cooks, um, some curious details, uh, you know, horns everywhere, fago everywhere, uh, but, uh, something in... Pester quest that I went back and double checked, Homestuck, uh, is that there's already like blood like all over his walls and shit, um, like various colors of blood smeared around. Uh, yeah, which is okay. Um, inter- in- in- interesting. Uh, let's see. Uh, while we're waiting for the pie to be done, uh, and games in the other room, we hear a noise from the closet. And we realize that. That's us and Carcat uh, from the last route. We must have jumped forward a bit in time when we did that, uh, unbeknownst to ourselves. Um, we have the option here to either let Gamzee uh, discover it and let, play, let, let events play out as they did before, or we can go over and open the door ourselves. If we do that, we cause a time paradox and we're kicked back to the title screen. No big deal. Uh, if we don't do anything about it, then... Things play out the way that we saw them in the car cat route. Uh, Gamzee walks over, he opens the door, and immediately they're gone. Um, who knows what's going on? So let's see. Uh, after Gamzee finds something in the closet, uh, we co- tell him we, uh, coincidentally we have another we have a mutual friend in common. Uh, we know a guy named Carcat, a uh, short, shouty guy. You know him? Whoa, I know um, him. Whoa, yeah. Uh, let's see. Gamzee also knows him. Um, Gamzee has some choice words to say about Carcat. He hypes him up a little bit. Uh, he's generally kind of affectionate about him, but he, he leaves us with a kind of an interesting line that really undercuts some of what he said, uh, some of the nice things he says. He describes Carcat as, um, having, he's got that music, uh, inside him, all wrapped up under his skin, waiting for, uh, a, a, Waiting for a bro to rip it out. Um, Completely normal thing to say. That's such a normal thing to say about your best friend. Thank you, Gamzee. <laughs> uh, let's see. So, uh, cutting off Gamzee's weird little uh, creepy speech about Garcat, uh, the pie uh, is done. So the pie comes out of the oven, uh, and we are now pre- uh, presented with another choice. Uh, either to accept it and uh, get high with their old pal, or uh, dare to resist drugs and alcohol. I get that reference. Yeah. So, if we refuse, uh, if we decide to be, if we decide to take the moral high ground and be upstanding citizens of society, um, 
we uh we say you know what i'm not gonna eat the pie and you know what gamzee i don't think you should eat the pie either uh i don't know what's in that it seems bad uh i think that you should uh listen to Carcat um uh, when he says to maybe eat like watch what you eat and uh be a little bit better about yourself uh gamzee uh curiously complies uh and decides to throw the pie out of the window and he, he goes over and he makes eye contact with us the whole time as he chucks the pie out the window and then just kind of wanders out his house and shovels around a bit while we get really uneasy about the implications of what we may have just done this will be so, fine this will be fine it, it'll it'll be fine it's all good so we leap forward a few days uh just to see what's going on and Gamzee's hive is in a general state of disarray. There's more Fago around. There's more horns. Uh, we can hear a uh, a resonant thudding from somewhere in the house that just we do not get a good feeling about. So we skip ahead a few more days, and we find shit is even more fucked. Uh, all of the reflective services in the house have been destroyed. Uh, TVs smashed. Uh, mirrors are smashed. Um, there's more horns and more Fago everywhere. And it just does not seem very good. So you go to, over to Carcass to check out what's going on. Carcat uh, is not there and there's blood all over the walls. We go over to Kanaya's to check out what's going on. Uh, Kanaya is not there and there's blood all over the walls. We go to uh, Vriska's to check out what's going on. And nobody is there. Uh, there's no blood on the walls, but uh, Gamzee shows up after a little bit. And he... What does he tell us? Uh... We uh, we say, wow, this sure seems like an overreaction to, to quitting the, the pies. And he responds that it's not a reaction at all, uh, that he has heard God's truth. And uh, we, can, we can hear it from him ourselves uh, in a few minutes as he bears down on us to murder us. Awesome. <laughs> so that's what happens if we decide not to get high with Gamzee. If we decide to get high with Gamzee. Um... We, well, you know, we get really high. Uh, we take the pie. Uh, we're s- sick at first. But we are soon uh, in the uh, sweet, blissful, soper trance. And we find ourselves in the closet explaining to Gamzee that it was actually us and Karkat who were in here a couple minutes ago. Um, Gamzee uh, at least says, uh, he, he's like, no way, dude, you're bullshitting me. Uh, and then we offer to show him, uh, to take him to Karkat ourselves, uh, but potentially, uh, blessedly, uh, we are too high to zap around. So we end up on the floor again. Um, Gamzee, uh, Gamzee reassures us that it's fine that we're not going to be teleporting around anywhere, um, and that, you know, someday we'll all end up in the big dark carnival in the sky together, in that, in that big horn pile it, it'll all it'll all work out. The mention of the dark carnival uh, stirs some memories in us. We were like, "Hey, we had a we had an encounter with a a, a carnival of a dark nature in a in a past life," and we start to we start to remember Karako, uh, the little clown kid from from uh, Frontsim. We ask for some elaboration, uh, and Gamzee fills us in a little bit on the uh, bloody history of his heaven myth. Um, and uh, this whole time we're thinking like, man, that seems really familiar. So we get up uh, and we 
force ourselves to walk our way. And as we're thinking really hard about our past, uh, and Carco's face comes into our mind. And in this moment, we get zapped into the Homestuck back rooms. Uh... Don't know where we are, so I'm I'm just gonna just gonna call it that. It's, it looks like it looks like a, a dark hallway, yeah, so like a subway tunnel kind of. Um, we are immediately overpowered by a sense of dread uh, that we are somewhere that we shouldn't be, and that something that we shouldn't be around has seen us where we shouldn't be. Um, and we have a fleeting vision of a T-posing figure at the end of the hallway uh, before we are yanked back and we wake up on Gamzee's floor. Oh. Uh, Gamzee asked where we went, and, uh, when we're like, well, I just been here, I just w- left reality, and I was in a scary hallway, and I saw a T-posing, uh, guy, Gamzee's like, damn, that's crazy. That's wild. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, we, 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 we sit back, and, uh, we reflect on how kind of sad it is that Gamzee just sits around all day getting high, um, and how sad it is, how sad most of these kids' existences are. It seems like we've really just been talking to a string of people who are just trying to cope with everyday existence in the worst ways possible. Um, and uh, we, we tell them that, don't worry about it, what we experienced was probably a miracle. Uh, and Gamzee is pacified, and we, we sit back and we chill out a bit some more. And that's the end of the route. Damn. Yeah. First order of business. Okay. Do kids these days still have to go through the D.A.R.E. program? Or is that like a completely defunct thing that no longer exists anymore? I'm not a kid these days, so I have no idea. <laughs> uh, <laughs> listeners, <laughs> did you go through the D.A.R.E. program? <laughs> uh, Aiden, what's your, what's your favorite memory from the D.A.R.E. program? I did not do D.A.R.E. myself. What? Because I was, I, I, uh, I did a charter school for high school and it sucked. Um. But no dare program. That was one thing. That's why I never learned to not smoke weed. Uh, I had to, I had to go. I well, it's, it's it's not like I really had a choice. Like the the police officer just showed up in the classroom, and we were all forced to listen to what he had to say. Uh, mm-hmm. but my my dare experience was completely in elementary school, which feels like a very young time to be talking about it. Uh. But my my experience was uh, the day where we got to put on the goggles that that like visually mimic what it's like to be drunk. Uh, I put those on and I was like, "Dang, I want a pair of these. This, this is, is cool. awesome." Yeah, I was like, "This is awesome," and it 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 it, it, it instilled the idea to me that it's like as long as I don't like drive when I'm doing it, like get, drink it, drinking drink. drink is fun and makes your your vision all fun. Alcohol rocks. It's true. <laughs> yeah, it completely backfired. Uh, <laughs> uh, I I it just left me with that feeling. Uh, and yeah, I I did not dare to dare, dare to what's the what's the full thing? Dare to resist drugs and alcohol. Dare, dare to resist drugs and violence is actually the the actual slogan. What? Uh, because everybody knows alcohol is a drug. And we also have to point out that violence is bad. That's true. That's true. Uh, when I when I uh, when I sit around and I smoke weed all day, uh, it makes me really violent, and I have to. <laughs> I mean, I definitely need some training to to learn to resist that. So I might go and seek out a local dare program myself. 
Yeah, okay. Um Gansy. Right, so, so Dare yeah, Dare aside. Um I this is this is an interesting one. Um I think that there are a couple of different ways to look at it, and this is a I, I well, okay. Um Gamzy like being high all the time. Uh so in this volume, uh when Gamzy throws the pie out the window. Uh, there's a bit of dialogue where we ask about the the pie tin, um, and he says, "Oh, um, I there's more where that came from. Uh, I can just hit a button on my computer and I get everything that I want. Uh, it's a miracle, and that uh, is, you know, either as MSP reader brings up troll Amazon, or uh, you know, somebody's looking out for Gamzy. Yeah. Um." And there's only uh, uh, there's a very specific somebody uh, in in past request that could be looking out for him, and so I think uh, kind of the interesting thing about contextualizing like Gamzy being stoned all the time is that we're now in like post canon Homestuck material, and, like we've kind of established a, a baseline of a lot of stuff. Yeah, and we've now established enough to see that like Gamzy is pretty weird for a high blood. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, uh, with the whole Soper Slime thing, um, I am not sure whether to read this as, or I think you could read it either way, uh, as, like, Gamzy does drugs all the time because the alternative is Doc Scratch talking to his, in his ear and talking to him to kill everybody. Um, that's one possibility. Well, uh, or that him being high all the time is like part of his, uh, like part of him being groomed to fill this greater purpose in the story. Well, I don't think Doc Scratch would like actively tell him to kill everybody before they get in the game, because mm-hmm. the the Doc Scratch is well aware of all the things that need to happen to make Lord English come into existence. Mm-hmm. Uh, and telling Gamzy to kill everybody before they even get a chance to get into the game seems like it would really go against that uh that yes but uh i i the way that i like rationalize it in my head in my in my theory is like um the like if gamzy being stoned all the time is like part of his uh is like part of his preparation uh to do to like become a servant lord english like it it would kind of make sense that you need to keep him restrained to stop him from killing other people he got close to, because I feel like the natural, like, kind of the natural thing that would happen with this dynamic is that Gamzee wouldn't be friends with all these people. He would probably kill most of them. Yeah. Uh, normally. Yeah. Sorry, so, yeah. Um, and I think that kind of raises an interesting question of, like, it, if, the if, if, if it's the former, and it's not, and it's, like, Gamzee is uh doing the soper slime like to like suppress himself like that's uh, I, that that opens up a win- an avenue to like a more sympathetic reading of him yeah um which i suppose is there you uh, you, you suppose is there uh yeah. there's a lot of people out there who insist that you should <laughs> observe gamzy in a in a sympathetic way Come on, man. Yeah, and that's the interesting thing. This is the first time I've ever really, like, mm, 
seen that angle, I guess. Yeah. Um, I, which, (coughs) (coughs) which I think is also just because it's just not present in anything besides this. Um, I like it as a possible take, but it's definitely something that is emerged in, emerged in Pester Quest, I think, for me. Yeah. I, I tend to struggle a lot with the, hey guys, let's read Gamzee in a sympathetic way. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it, it it all goes back to the like fact that specific things need to happen for Lord English to exist in Homestuck. So like certain aspects of characters have to exist in a certain way. And Gamzee's mm-hmm. probably like one of the biggest aspects of that. So like if if yeah, if you take Gamzee outside of these these time loops that are constructed to bring Lord English into existence, you probably could develop a a more sympathetic reading of the character, but like the way I look at him, his entire existence is to serve that. Mm-hmm. It, it it like I I don't see enough presented to me to go like oh if if lord english wasn't a thing we we could we could have this version of gamzee that that is that is this type of person mm-hmm. uh but i don't, I don't know the it, it just it's just not giving it to me i don't i don't feel it i don't see it yeah i i think that uh while the i think like it's present um but i am genuinely not sure which way i should be parsing uh like gamzy here i i i i doesn't even have to be like that binary but there are some details in here that are like some a bit more sinister like what he says about carcat um that just sounds like he knows about carcat's secret uh which wouldn't be surprising um but also it's a very violent way of talking about it like (laughs) <laughs> based on what we know of Gamzee's, uh social uh, like position in Alternian society, or like at least the one he is entitled to by birth, uh, it it ha- yeah the the violence in what he says about Karkat is like you know yeah not accidental definitely yeah um <sighs> there's also like the way that throughout the entire thing like you can see the the dark triad Gamzee, uh, like, looking, like, making eye contact with you and, like, peering out at you sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think that there's a lot, uh, to be explored, or, like, you could, there's definitely a lot of speculative, uh, fan works, like, trying to fill the gap that, like, we never quite, uh, get filled with Gamzee here. Um, but I think I would probably come down on the side of, like, Gamzee is probably not that good of a guy in the first place. Yeah. I, but... I, I've i seen a lot of arguments that, that are like, hey, maybe you should consider reading Gamzee as, like, a a mentally ill person who's who's using drugs to cope. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I It's, it's hard to tell, like, what amount of Gamzee is an actual character. And what amount is like plot? <laughs> uh, 
like like homestuck world building he has to be this way for lord english plot yeah uh and it i i feel like it doesn't help that like this route feels really gimmicky to me cuz you, you the the bad end uh the that actually has to do with like gamzy uh mm-hmm. it it really leans into like murder stuck stuff mm-hmm. uh from from homestuck proper like it 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 feels gimmicky there because like that's like the big thing that Gamzee did and like what he's known for. But it's like I've seen that before. Gamzee, I will Gamzee and Pester, like when he goes on the murder stuck route, uh, him having like the three claw marks on his face is like a little bit grown worthy, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then with the good ending, it it feels like it's leaning really, really heavy into just Gamzee stays high all the time. Like with with it, so much of 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 this route is like on reliant on Gamzee's drug use that it doesn't really leave much room for actually exploring him. Like yeah, like if you don't do the drugs with him, he turns into Murderstuck Gamzee, which is Murderstuck Gamzee. That's that's there's not much to explore there, mm-hmm. and then. If you do the drugs with him, it you, you you all you do is like be high with him, and then like pester quest plot stuff happens, and yeah, there's there's not much Gamzy the character in there, like there's hints at it, like 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 allusions to like Goat Dad not being there, mm-hmm. uh, or. You know, like him being supplied with stuff, potentially hinting at like him talking to Doc Scratch. Like, there's there's like hints of stuff, but it like it 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 never actually goes there. Yeah, uh, there was another thing, Ugh. another thing that I want to bring up that is like also like too ambiguous to uh, make like to, like pass judgment on, but I think is too um, significant to like ignore is um. When you when you do take the pie and you end up in the closet and uh, like you're telling Gamzy about how it was you and Carcat, like that felt something felt a little bit off there to me. Like it it, it felt like oh Gamzy got you high and then uh like you told him about uh then like almost got you to take him to Carcat, uh which Carcat was pretty fucking afraid of ever happening. Um, yeah. Right. Like yeah. That that reads like oh. Uh, Gamzee is, like, that, that other Gam, like, the other Gamzee is, like, still completely, like, active during this whole thing, and the, everything about him as he presents himself is, like, a front. Um, but again, it's, like, so, uh, like, that's such a subjective reading of that, and I'm not, like, there's very little direct evidence, like, in the way that you end up in that conversation, that, like, the only piece of evidence to have is, like, Oh, you end up telling him about that, and that strikes me as suspicious. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. <sighs> I, yeah. I, <sighs> I. I guess that it is just we are just not meant to know what is going on in Gamsey's head. Yeah, which I think is a shame, because like I, I do want to see more of Gamsey the character. 
Mm. Uh, because, like, the epilogues kind of did some stuff with him that kind of did make, like, add to him a bit, even though mm. it, it was more in a, he's there to, like, go do, like, over-the-top shit and, like, be, like, kind of the meta comedic relief insert in, in, in like a world that's gone wrong. Uh, but what, what was I saying? I distracted uh, myself. <laughs> you're talking about how the, the epilogues added a little bit to Gamzee, um, as a character. And this maybe didn't, or we were, I, I brought up, uh, how, when you're in the closet and you're telling Gamzee about Karkat, how that struck me as like, Gamzee wants to go to Karkat and kill him. Uh, and then you brought up the the epilogues and how, like Gamzee, like how even though Gamzee's a comic relief character, there there's a little bit added to him. Okay, I I, I remember why I, why I brought that up. Um, I, I I want to see more of Gamzee the character and like learn about Gamzee because he he's such an important character in like the grand scheme of Homestuck period. Like mm-hmm. he he goes on to become like one fourth of the, 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 the big, the big evil. Like he, I, I, I feel like there should be more to him than just when he's not high, he kills people. Like, I, I wonder if Gamzee is just like too many jokes to wrapped up into one character design to like satisfactorily unpack it all. Or like, Right away for it to be unpacked in a way that makes sense. Yeah, because like when 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 we've talked about Caliborn, like there were there was character shit there. Like mm-hmm. there there was the like he's gonna be Lord English aspect, but there was also character shit there. Yeah, uh, Caliborn is a really interesting character on his own. Yeah, and then with Arqueus, like yeah, Equius was like killed off really early we didn't get much with him but there was like still stuff there that like gave him character and with with ar ar is like a a, a great character with like a lot going on with him and is really fascinating yeah like a million times more than gamzee yeah and then even like arqueous with the both of them combined is also really interesting as a standalone character even with Mm -hmm. all the like weird muscle milk shit going on from from Equius. And then there's Gamzee. <laughs> the 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 guy who kills people when he's not high. Like, Isn't it funny that he's like uh uh that he's high all the time and when he's not high he kills people? It it like it should have been more. It, it's, I, I I keep going back to this. It should have it should have been more. <laughs> yeah, like mm. I the the establishment of like a high blood society, um, and like us interfacing with that in, uh, in Frensim, uh, I was kind of hoping that we would see like how Gamzy inter like how Gamzy interacts with uh with high blood society or like what his any background like contextualizing him in that world. Yeah, uh, but we don't really get much of we don't really get any of that. Yeah, like like with the. With the purple bloods that we see in Frensem, like, yes, there are times where, like, they enact violence in some way, but it's never in the way that Gamzee does. And 
and we also see how violence is like a part of the 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 funny clown religion. Mm-hmm. But Gamzee is just wildly violent to an absurd degree. Like he he sticks out amongst all the other purple bloods that we've seen. Mm-hmm. And he has yeah. no character. <laughs> He's just there. Yeah, like the other high bloods, like with um, oh god, names. Uh, what is the 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 big girl one who takes us to church? Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. Um. Uh. Um. Uh. Uh. That one. Um. Everyone knows. Everyone knows who I'm talking about. You, you don't forget a character design like that. Chahut. Uh. Yes, Chahut. Um. Like, even in her route, like going to clown church and like, it it, it was really interesting to see like how uh the how like the violence of the clown religion like is was like ritualized um or at least like we got that context that like this is there's like a place in troll society where this is like a sanctioned activity like this is they go to church and they make human sacrifices like okay i can work with that um again like i was kind of hoping to have like some kind of uh contextualization with like you know gamzy how is gamzy involved in it? like is did Gamzee used to go to church? Is Gamzee like a fundamentalist in the clown religion? Like, are his beliefs acceptable? Uh, does like was he ever formally educated at all? And like, or is like mm, all of his conception of the clown religion like completely separate and just fed to him uh, through like Lord English and Doctor Ratch's influence? Like, yeah, we don't know. I don't know. I can't tell you. And I'm. I wish I could. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. This is really unfair to stoners, I gotta say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> any, any stoners out there, you have no character, okay? <laughs> I mean, like, okay, I get it, it can be annoying, but like, okay, I haven't murdered anybody. <laughs> yeah, uh, what else is there? Um, did you notice, uh, I'm sure you did. Uh, when he's talking about going into the Dark Carnival, the four, he mentions four trolls. He's like, uh, Carcat, uh, T-Dog, Equius, and that nasty Cerulean bitch, or whatever he says. Pardon my language. Um, besides Carcat, uh, the, those are the, Tabarus, Equius, and Riska are like the three trolls that get turned into sprites later. I thought that was interesting. Oh, that is interesting. Um, I don't know if it means anything it but... probably doesn't <laughs> <laughs> I, I i thought that it was a cool detail the trolls you mentioned were the the ones who get uh sprited besides Carcat, who we know already yeah um i don't know like, gamzy <laughs> gamzy gamzy i okay things i did like i i generally enjoyed reading it as i usually do um, I like the, the sprite of Gamzee a lot. Yeah. I think it's a, yeah. it's a great little portrayal of him. The, um, the art team continues to win. Yes, for sure. I, I in general, I, I like the, uh, the way that the Homestuck characters have been shown in Pester Quest so far, but I think Gamzee, uh, the way that Gamzee was stylized really worked for me. It looks like a little goblin. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I. What do you have to say about the plot stuff? The Pester Quest plot stuff. There's a T posing guy. 
I would argue that it's more A-posing. Yeah. Uh, do... I, I I would also argue that, like, the the animation T-pose is probably a little bit uh, less T-like than people usually do for the meme. Yeah. But yeah. It's, it's a default model pose. Uh, yeah. That guy was there. Yep. Uh, maybe we'll learn more about them later. Perhaps. Perhaps. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Um, I feel like this this volume like opened my mind to the possibility of a of a sympathetic Gamzee or like a Gamzee with some more depth to him. Um, but just didn't get it. Uh, yeah, and you know what? I'm really disappointed they didn't even like do a rap with us. I think we could have used. Yeah, that. that's that's probably what was missing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, we don't gotta walk. We don't gotta dilly dally around here forever. All right, uh, all right, all right. Before we get to the the big one, uh, okay. I, I I do want to take a moment to say, uh, what what it's, I, I I wanted to say this because of what what one of our patrons said in the patron chat, uh, two days ago. Um, while I I I I am having a lot of criticisms, uh. I do want to say that Pester Quest is like generally good. <laughs> uh, I enjoy yeah. I enjoy reading them and I enjoy seeing these characters. It's it's just I I hold Homestuck itself in such a high regard that like pulling these characters out of that and presenting them in something else, I'm going to be like more critical <laughs> than usual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I we were definitely pretty harsh in the Carcat uh Kanaya episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like I like them. It's just I I want more out of them so that they could be better. Like yeah. like I I am so used to like being excited about these characters and like you know, I I I have really positive thoughts about most of the characters and I I saw Pester Quest as a chance to do more with them, and when a route doesn't do more with them, and and, and maybe sometimes does less than like what should have been done, uh, I, I I probably am going to come off as really critical. But I do enjoy the routes. This is a big preface to the Vriska one. Uh, I was gonna say it, also, uh, it uh, doesn't have to do with the Vriska one. I, I <laughs> <laughs> it it's just. I don't know. After after what we said about the Gamzee one and, and like stuff we said last episode, I just wanted to say I I do enjoy all the routes for the most part. We're serial hating right now. <laughs> yeah, I think also part of it probably has to do with how like we have been every week like doing homesuck for like an at like every week of my life, uh, for the past like uh god, like year and a half now. Um, or something like year that. year and a half. <laughs> we're, we're past the the two Wait, year mark. We started. Yo, my God, you're right. Okay, like two and a half years. All right, my math was terrible. I've clearly lost most of my math skills <laughs> since graduating. Um, yeah, we've been uh like you know reading something Homestuck and like using our brains on Homestuck uh like every week for the past like two and a half years. So like uh. 
we're probably also a lot harsher than uh than need be on these just because you know i've seen a lot of gamzy i would like different gamzy most yeah. people are not going to consume all of this gamzy uh, yeah. so rapidly <laughs> there's there's like a good portion of homestuck fans who like their introduction to these characters was pastor quest yeah and i think that that actually works decently well for that yeah. purpose yeah um which i guess is a is a is a valid counterpoint to um like oh we should start unpacking all of these characters like deepest motivations immediately yeah because uh, probably would not be the friendliest intro to homestuck if like we if if we had like sat down on the couch with gamzy and he like took a bong hit and was like you know what? I'm really fucking depressed, and like, <laughs> like that would just not be conducive to somebody's first experience with Gamzy. So, like, I, I, I guess that that's a a, a good way to look at it too. True. Okay. Okay. We are now approaching the Vriska one. Okay. Uh, I do, I do want to preface this one, or at least like get something out of the way. You can say as much as you want before the Vriska one. Okay. Just go ahead. Uh, just go. Um, let me know. Let me know when I can go. Uh, first of all, uh, th- I I I've I've said a couple times in the past with with like re- Homestuck releases that were that were like the games and they were like releasing like every other week or so. Uh, whether or not I remembered when it came out and what that day was like. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the day this one came out was like a, a a major city in the US just disappeared off the face of the planet and everyone was talking about it like it was the worst thing that happened like imagine if you wake up one day and there's a crater in the tri-state area like that's what that's what this was like this was mm-hmm. this was essentially the 911 of homestuck uh, <laughs> people had so many takes this day uh, and, and, and in the past, I, I, I've said how much I want to avoid discussing, like, fandom drama, but, like, mm-hmm. this is around the point when, like, fandom drama eh, just started becoming, like, a thing that had to be acknowledged at all times. Uh, and that's because of the writer of the Vriska route, uh, host of... Perfectly generic podcast, Kate Mitchell, director of, well, former director of the Homestuck 2 team. Uh, a, a lot of people didn't like her at this point. And when, when it came out that she was writing the Vriska route, a lot of people got really mad. And a lot of people started vocalizing how much they didn't like her. And it got bad fast. Uh, and so this is the point where I want to reiterate that if you think it's normal to like, harass people because they wrote something a certain way be normal please (laughs) Uh, yeah yes i can i can i can i say something sure so um and i'll send this out if this is like you know out of line or something that we shouldn't be bringing up but like uh i recall seeing like a reddit post once that was like specifically kate mitchell hate um and Today, uh, one of my friends sent me a Reddit post from 
the somehow still active uh, Gamergate subreddit. Yeah. Um, and they were basically the same post. Um, I <laughs> just don't fucking like, just be normal with creators. Like if somebody makes something you don't like, uh, and it's not like a call to action to mobilize, like, uh, against white genocide or something, like, you don't have to engage with it. Um, you don't have a moral obligation to be like, oh, uh, this crazy lady that I don't like, uh, has a different interpretation of the spider girl from a comic I like. Yeah. Um, your reaction to that should be, uh, well... Maybe I'll read it someday, but uh, I'll probably steer clear of that. That should be your that's that's the that's the well adjusted reaction. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I don't know if it's because of my 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 browsing history uh, on Google, uh, but when you when you search Homestuck Reddit, it it is worth noting that to this day, the first post that comes up is a thread celebrating that Kate Mitchell like left the Homestuck team, and like that's the level of shit. That, that it became like it was I I, I want to say that there is a Kiwi Farms thread about the Homestuck team, but it did approach like Kiwi Farms level shit. You're the worst thing is that you're literally still right. Yeah. I just opened an incognito tab. Yeah, it it, it, it got very not normal, very fast for a lot of people. And it I, I still feel so bad about like what the, the, the members of the Homestuck team went through, especially Kate. Like it, it's absurd. Uh, if you're if you're a listener and you don't like what I'm saying, leave. <laughs> I just go. My, my um, it, yeah. Uh, my my word before you go is just do not live with more hate in your heart than you need to take on. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to do. <sighs> It is truly, it is truly a shame, uh, because, um, this is a, this is really good. This is a really well-written route. Yeah. Uh, yeah. T- uh, finally getting to the content itself. Uh, this is my favorite Pester Quest route. I think it is very well done outside of the fact that it's Vriska. I really like this one a lot. Mm-hmm. And now uh, we can get to it. We can, we can... <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a pretty long recap. Uh, this is maybe the most I've ever written for one of these. <laughs> it's several pages. <laughs> um, so, okay. Uh, where do we begin? Begin at the beginning. Okay, so, uh, we, MSPA reader, um, we find ourselves walking along a, a shoreline. Uh, and we're having some really depressed, uh, melancholy type thoughts. Um, we're going to feel empty. Uh, we are starting to think, like, I have met all these people, um, and I've done so much around them, but does anything really matter? Like, if I can just jump in and just mess all these people's lives, uh, does, does, like, if it's so easy, then, like, what, does, does anything matter at all? Like, is, is, is the the idea. Yeah. Uh, And we, we briefly begin to consider, uh, giving it all up and just not doing it anymore. Um, but we spy, uh, a, with our little eye. Uh, a figure on a dock uh, in the distance, and 
our 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 poor little brain just cannot handle the uh, enticing possibility of another friend to make. So, uh, we approach, um, and it's Vriska. Uh, to <laughs> nobody's shock. Uh, so Vriska is sitting on the dock, uh, by her boat, uh, fucking with a bunch of flarp sheets, uh, uh, sheets of paper with a bunch of bullshit on them. Um, she takes notice of us, uh, as we approach, uh, nervously, and realizes that we are the weird little guy who has been bugging Kanaya, apparently. Um, and she's like, oh, okay, that's cool. Uh, and then she dismisses us on account of her being very busy. Um... We hear the words campaign, and we're like, hey, uh, I, I can be of great help. Uh, there's some references that I I'm, I would, I think, probably set apart the generations of Homestuck readership pretty finely. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so Vriska uh, first kind of laughs at us, and is like, I don't need, I don't need help. Uh, but offers us a position, uh, if not as uh, uh, co-captain or as first mate, as a swabby. Um, so, uh, we, uh, we, we, we take on the position of a swabby. Um, and we, we ask, what is all, what, what's, what's going on? What's all this for? Uh, so at our confusion, uh, Vriska tries to articulate Flarp to us, uh, conceptually, but ends up mostly hyping herself up, uh, before just jumping into guiding us through making a character. Um... So we roll our stats. We roll the lowest possible roll uh, on all the dice every time. Um, we we spawn our nasty little game grub, and uh, we get a nice little reminder to read the content warnings. Uh, we get a, we get a don't like don't read uh, real quick. Um, so we do that. Uh, yeah. If we if we, yep. Yeah. Were you aware it, it, that the warnings were there the entire time? I had seen them and like I had looked at a couple of them, but I was I, I kind of figured that I would generally be fine, so I've not been looking at them. Yeah, I mean it's nice that they're there. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. To be clear, I think it's good that they're there. Um, but yeah, uh, we we read the content warning before proceeding. Uh, if we decide to uh, that this is not our cup of tea, then we we do we have the option to just leave. Um, and there's a quite a sad little scene of Briska on the on the pier looking sad um that we left and it's like oh okay I want to I'm, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna I'm gonna give her her time so we do that uh instead we, we we uh we get our shit together and we're like all right I'm gonna read this stuff like a grown-up so we do that uh we go to we proceed to character creation uh and we hit random until our class is scrappy doer uh Vriska asked us for a name, um, not our name specifically, uh, but one for our character, um, which we are, which we provide. What did you uh, name your character? I just named my character Shrub. Come on, man. You did What? Come on. What? You, you, you didn't think to try anything out to see if things would happen? <laughs> There, there's, 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 there's funny things that happen if you do certain names. Okay. I did, I did not know that. Okay. Uh, you can name yourself Tavros and get a reaction out of Riska. <laughs> ah, I, you know, I didn't even think to do that. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of stuff like that in the, the character creator section. Like, I, I know, I know she gets really pissed off if you, if you choose the same class as her, and mm -hmm. t tells you to pick another one. I didn't realize that was an option. I like fucked around with it for a bit, uh, but I didn't see every option. Yeah. Uh. And I know 
there's an achievement if you if you pick Boy Skylark, uh, mm-hmm. which is also an option in the classes. Uh, mm. But yeah, there, there's, there's fun stuff in this one. Okay. Yeah, I just I just name my guy what I name myself and everything. Mm-hmm. I, I put into the text box what I put into Smash.gg. Of course. Pretty easy. <laughs> oh, and it's not Smash.gg anymore. They, they renamed that shit. I forget what it's called now. Uh, anyway, um, let's see. Okay, so uh, with our new name uh, and with our character built, uh, we, we set off. Uh, we board Vriska's ship, uh, and we we get our we, we learn her name. Uh, that was the deal. Uh, we make a character. She tells us her name. So we learn uh, Vriska's name is Vriska, uh, and she gives us an old outfit of hers. Um, uh, momentarily, uh, we consider that we knew her name already, uh, but we have lost track of canon, and we're not really thinking about it too hard. So that's interesting. Uh, we fight through several boring PvE encounters in Flarp, um, but before long, uh, we see an enemy ship approaching. Uh, Vriska informs us that it is uh, a nemesis of hers, a high-ranking Flarper, uh, Dreadclaw Ophelia, and uh, Vriska gets ready to, uh, to fuck her up. Um, so, we... Uh, Smash our ship into hers. Uh, Vriska uh, asks us if we're ready to be really good at sword fighting. Toss us a sword. Tries to uh, get some Vriska powers going and finds out what her powers do to humans. So, uh, in our sleep, uh, we dream of the infamous stump location. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> But it, but it's not just it's not it's not the same as any old stump. Um, we are we have company here. Uh, Boldir, of all characters, uh, is sitting on the stump ready to greet us. Good old um, good old Boldir. Uh, if you're like me and you're really bad with names, uh, Boldir is the one who is the reference to the squirrel detective thing that I didn't know about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, she's the little uh, what's what's she's a. Uh, Olive Blood, uh, with the detective yeah. hat and the big buck tooth, uh, who gets poisoned in her, uh, front him route. <laughs> um, yeah, she's here. Uh, she, she's sitting on the stump, and she invites us over to sit with her. Um, we now find ourselves remembering all of our friends from Friends Him, uh, with complete memory of what was going on. We ask her, uh, hey, how are our friends doing? Um, how is, uh... Oh my god! I, and of course, I forgot the names that we mentioned because I didn't. That she mentioned because I didn't write it down. <laughs> uh, a couple the names offers a couple of specific friend sim trolls, and we're like, "Hey, how's how's the neighborhood going?" And Boulder is like, eh, "Uh, can't really answer that one. Um, things are looking bad right now. Uh, he's got his eyes on a couple of neighborhoods now. Uh, things are not normal around here. Um." And Boldir encourages us to think of what we're fighting for and why. And as the dream starts to kind of come apart and we see her be lifted up into the sky uh, by a number of puppet strings, um, we, we ourselves start to be lifted up by these puppet strings, um, uh, Boulder, uh tells us that we have a great incomprehensible power uh, to shape this story. And we have uh influence over what can happen here 
And uh, as she fades away, uh, the question that she leaves it with is, what will you do? So we leave this scene, uh, and as our dream falls apart, and we are taken to the second layer of the dream uh, in Scratch's apartment. Uh, he greets us and he warns us uh, that we should stop listening to uh, all these little girls with all these big ideas. And he warns us that we, uh, we're only relevant because somebody decided that we would be relevant. And we, uh, things can go back to... The story does not need us. Things can go back at any time. Damn. And at that point, uh, we hear... Uh, as we awaken, we hear a voice uh, plead with us to fix this. And then we find ourselves uh, on Vriska's floor. So, back to Vriska. Um, from Vriska's room, which we are in, uh, we have the perfect vantage point to see her feeding the the losers of the session, all the all the trolls, to Spider Mom. If we try to do anything about it, uh, then Vriska ends up having to feed us too, and that sucks. So, or feed us to Spider Mom too, and that sucks. So, uh. Instead, uh, we look around the room for anything else to distract us from the horrors that are going on outside. And we find Mindfang's journal. Um, and uh, we, we skip through, we, we read through it a bit, and uh, we, we note uh, this is definitely not appropriate for a young girl. Um, and there's a lot of interesting stuff in here, for sure. So, after a little bit, Vriska comes back. Um, she comes back, Vriska uh, silently returns to her room and uh, sits down on the floor and smashes an eight ball and uh, just kind of sits there. Uh, we, try to, we try to console her uh, by going over and patting her on the shoulder uh, and she recoils and we just kind of sit around for a bit until she breaks the silence. Uh, the first thing that she says is uh, asking, you know, you were wondering earlier why I'm so uh, into playing a character. And she expresses uh, that it's it's about the desire to be someone else. Um, not who you were yesterday. Um, not what your Lucis calls you. Um, but just to be somebody else. To be somebody who is known uh, to people you meet just as, you know, that person who's really good at the game. Or that girl you met online. Um, the desire to form a new identity, uh, separate from your life, which sucks. Uh, we take note of some of her character sheets and where there's a, uh, emphatically scrawled F under gender and eight, uh, exclamation points. And, uh, we make some connections in our head and we figure some things out. Um, we're just going to continue to talk. Uh, so... After she go after 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 uh, the comment about why she about you know why would somebody want to RP, um, she not so much asks but says um, you're gonna leave everybody leaves, um, and she I don't know what to describe uh, she she goes into a a frustrated tirade this whole thing is kind of just Vriska ranting yeah uh, about herself or about her life uh, while we listen so. Briska talks about, um, she, she asks, do you think I like this? Uh, which, important question, uh, when discussing Briska, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
she talks about how she used to have a partner uh, that she fell out with, uh, alluding to Terezi, um, who went along with it, who didn't like it either, but who went along with it. Um, and how eventually she left too, and Vriska had to get even with her, because that's what you do with traitors. Um, and, yeah, and Vriska just, she expresses uh, that she feels trapped in that she can do all this stuff to people. Um, she can even get even with, like, enact revenge on somebody she used to be very close with. Um, but they all just move on, and she's just stuck where she is. Um, we ask about uh, her moral, um, just to try to offer, like, any kind of, like, you know, you're not alone. Um, Risker recoils at this idea, and she goes on to talk about how, uh, in regard to quadrants, like, how, it, like, sh you grow up with all of these, or she grew up with all these ideas of, like, what a healthy relationship looked like, um, of, like, you know, what matriarchship looks like, of what, um, Mariel is, um, of what, uh, your hate date should look like, and she just looks at her life around her, and she just doesn't feel it. Um, what is it? Uh, she expresses that the people just want things from her, uh, that she just doesn't have to give. Um, she bemoans how sometimes somebody will come along who just, it feels right to be with, um, and not in, like, a this is what society wants this relationship to look like way, but just like it, things make more sense when you're around that person. And she's talking about Teresi here. Um, yeah. She yeah. explains that, or not so much explains as, you know, reveals to us that, uh, spider, like because of her relationship with spider mom, like Vriska literally her entire life has had a voice in her head telling that she wasn't enough. Um, telling her that like, it mentions like that she's fat um, that she's just not doing good enough, uh, throughout her entire life, even when she's, like, bleeding out on the floor after, uh, her falling out with Terezi. Um, so we ask her why, uh, we were spared. Uh, to which Riska offers an explanation that, you know, I, I can, if, sometimes after I feed Spider-Man, I get to, um, I, I, she doesn't have to eat my friends. Um, we're like, oh, we're friends, huh? And Vriska is like, well, you know, I wouldn't let her eat Car Cat, but I'm not exactly best friends with Car Cat. But yeah, um, we she talks about how uh, that's just kind of how it is on alternate. You have to compartmentalize uh, every person into either your their friends or food. Um, the way that society is set up just necessitates it for everybody except for the people the lowest rung of the latter, who are just kind of shit out of luck, but that's how it's gotta be, you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, most, uh, I guess most groundbreakingly, or, um, Vriska reveals that, uh, she's read about in Mindfang's journal about how, uh, at some point in her life, after all the pirateering, she shacked up with a group of people who were trying to make things different, make things not the way they are. Um, and that she herself aspires to someday, uh, follow in mind, in mind Fang's footsteps in that same way. Um, so we take a step back and we look at her and we think about what she said and we realize that Friska has done nothing wrong. Uh, and we go outside and we make a run and leap at Spider-Man. We use her powers to zap her right into the volcano on Jade's Island. And we come back and we're like, I got you fam. And that's it.
Hell yeah. Sheesh! What a route. What, yes, what a time. What a time indeed. Um, I feel like I don't have a ton to say because I feel like it speaks for itself. It really does speak for itself. Uh, this is like, so like, do you fucking get it yet? Yeah. With Spider-Mom. Um, and you know what? I do get it. I think I get it. Uh, as a... You go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay, okay. I I was gonna say I think that it is easy to like uh, you know I I have been a Vriska defender the whole time. Um, I like Vriska a lot. Uh, but it is still like kind of hard to rationalize internally for me. Um, like Flarp. Uh, until this, like <laughs> I knew that Vriska had a shitty life growing up, but like. When you just spell it out, and it's like, yeah, uh, these are just kind of the facts of what being Vriska would be like. I'm like, you know what? I get it. I get it. Vriska did nothing wrong. I get it. There you go. This is what I was talking about when it felt like a bomb went off that that fateful day when this route came out. Mm -hmm. Everyone hated that that line was in the route. It was... Cope plus seethe. It yeah yeah. Cope seethe mauled. Get over it. It it. This route's so good. I lo- I love this route so much. Uh, in my eyes, this is probably the the platonic ideal pester quest route. Probably. Uh, uh, the the way that it's written, uh, it you can like tell that Kate really loves Vriska as a character and like wants her to be explored as a character. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's good. I I I love everything that's presented here. It, it it feels like a genuine extension of what we're presented with in Homestuck. Mm. And it's 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 good. I love it. I'm I'm just gonna sit here for the next thirty minutes and talk about how much I love it. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's yeah. I, I think I can agree that this is probably about as close as you can get to the platonic ideal. Um. If not, uh, if we're not thinking of the concern of, like, it, <laughs> this might be somebody's first ever, uh, Rush of Riska. But even then, I think that, uh, going into Homestuck with, like, this framing of, uh, of her life probably adds a lot to, uh, reading Riska over the whole thing. Um, yeah, I, I, I loved it. Um, I think this is probably, like, the best you like it does it does such a good job and part of what's so impressive about it is that it does it like all very well within the confines of homesuck like there's not really many liberties taken here um except for like uh Vriska being trans um yeah and that's just kind of like i don't know like if you're still mad about that, like now, talk to somebody. He, about he, it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here's the funny thing about all the people who were pissed off that, that Vriska was made trans in, in this route. Mm-hmm. The number one reason that I saw people give for why Vriska shouldn't be trans is because the Lucy have the same gender as the troll. And if, if, 
Vriska's trans, then to them that means that Spider-Mom should have been Spider-Dad. Well, how possibly could there be black people in Middle-Earth? There's just no establishment <laughs> that melanin exists in the, in the Lord of the Rings series. Like, you know, like, how could that happen? Yeah. That's, that's like, the number one argument I saw going around that day. And I thought that was hilarious, because my rebuttal is, what if Spider-Mom's just trans, too? What about that? <laughs> the rebuttal is, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Like that's just a bullshit. It actually, yeah, it don't yeah, it actually does. Idea, it does. Like, it, yeah, it, yeah, it actually doesn't matter at all because if you if you think every Lusus on Alternia picked a child that is the same sex as them, you're insane. You are literally insane. <laughs> that's yeah. Also a valid point. <laughs> yeah. I- either way, though, um, I don't like. Obviously, you know, really important, um, really good that, like, that kind of representation exists. But, like, I think that Vriska's... I think this is a very fucking fantastically compelling uh, story either way. Yeah. Um, aggressively cis guy voice. Yeah. Uh, it's great even if you ignore all the trans stuff in it. <laughs> yeah. The thing, the thing I like about it is it's... The the way that it introduces the idea of Riska being trans is, is is like really good, because it's like a lot of the ways that it does it is like really subtle, like her saying "Don't call me dude," her mm-hmm. her putting the exclamation points after after the F on the on the character sheet, like uh-huh. it's it's like really subtle way. Like if the the people who it's important to, if they look for it, it's there. If for the people that don't give a shit, it's they're not going to pick up on it, Uh, which I think is a fine way to do it. Vriska doesn't need to turn to the camera and say, I'm trans. Mm -hmm. It's it's good. I like it. Also, also, if you're paying attention, the whole part where she's like, yeah, that too. If you're you're paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Um, But this route is so well written. Uh, I think it is worth saying that Kate does have a history of writing SCP stuff. Like, mm-hmm. she, she has a lot of, a good handful, I think she has, like, maybe, like, ten? Ten, like, canon SCP entries on the SCP wiki. Another famous online property that uh, people got really mad at when gay people started writing them. Yeah. That happens. That happens. <laughs> uh... Other things that I like, I I like that uh, the 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 whole like little flarp sequence where you're like making a character. I mm-hmm. I really enjoy that. I I like that flarp was like expanded on as a game in this and like actually showcased as a game. Uh, I really like the detail that like it's kind of boring most of the time. Yeah, I think that kind of rocks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I like that. Some of the stats are the stats from uh, Problem Sleuth, which I understand yeah. now. I didn't pick up on that when I when I when I read this route the first time. Yeah, there you go. Um, there there's other little things such as uh, I, I I mentioned it in passing earlier, but like there are like certain ways that Vriska reacts to like names you put in that I really like. Uh, I've pulled up the trivia section on her route so that I can easily reference all the different ones. Awesome. Uh, if if you if you enter names such as Terezi, Aradia, Doc Scratch, and Red Glare, 
uh, Vriska will get pissed off and kick you off the dock, and you'll get a bad end. Uh-huh. Uh, if if you if you choose the name Tavros, she'll say you're it's it's a it's a way too wimpy name. Uh, <laughs> if if you say any other troll's name, uh, she'll call you unoriginal. Uh, if you if you name yourself Vriska or Mindfang, she'll tell you no doubles, and you have to pick a different name. Oh, I'm so mad I didn't try that. <laughs> uh, if you pick uh, MSPA reader, uh, she'll say the name's weird, but it suits you. <laughs> and uh, the big one that I like is if you name yourself Cecily, uh, which is the name of Kate's canon fan troll in Vast Error, uh, mm. she'll say, now that's a badass sounding name. Sure, you can live up to it, <laughs> which is really cute. And I like that it's in there. That is a cute touch. Is Dreadclaw Ophelia a reference to anything? Uh, I don't know. It's not in the trivia section. That's crazy. Uh, No. All right. Nothing's coming up. (laughs) Cool sounding name. Oh, um... Oh yeah, one detail. I took very little notes on this, like besides just the recap, because it was like, okay, yeah, I get this. Um, but I think one thing, one detail that I liked a lot that uh, I I thought was like really good was um, when she's like having her when you're in her room and she's like having her like tirade. Yeah. Um, one of the things that she says is like, "How can anybody be mad at me when I'm just putting all these losers out of their misery?" Because she's kind of in her mode of like. Uh, my life sucks. Like life sucks. Yeah. Um, what's wrong with putting these people out of their misery? Um, and I, I like the detail a lot that it includes like a, a small, like, even if it's completely irrational and like emotionally charged, like just a small bit of rationalization for what she's doing. Yeah. Um, I like that a lot because even though like, you know, the whole point is that she's forced into it and she has no choice in the matter. Um, I think it adds so much uh, to acknowledge that, like, yeah, like, Vriska, like, kind of sucks a little bit, also. Like, it, it, it would suck to be this person's friend. Um, and I I like that it's not just completely... It, it has, like, a very, like, grounded, like, real understanding of, like, Vriska. It's not, like, a complete exoneration. Like, I like the detail that uh, she also has to, like, kind of rationalize this whole thing. I don't mean to say that in a way that sounds like it's like, oh... Here's a here's a way to prove that like Friska is bad, <laughs> um, but like I like that it doesn't um, it doesn't go too far deeply into like uh, Friska like never has any um, uh, what do you call it uh, like it, it it's a good I think it's a good character thing that makes a lot of sense that like she's has to go through this internal process of rationalization as well. Yeah. Um, and it comes out and like, it comes out as, uh, in a way that like, if we weren't that, like sounds awful. Yeah. Um, I, I just think that adds a ton of, of, uh, of believability to it. I agree. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I I feel like the whole time it's just like looking at me in the face and being like pointing at Spider Man, being like, "Do you fucking get it yet? Do you get it yet? Do you get it? Do you get how much this would be the worst thing ever? Do you get how this would fuck somebody up this bad?" Um. Yeah. 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 And yeah, that's kind of it. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, the the detail also of uh, Riska being like, I would like to make society better someday. Also, is um, probably I would I would probably say like the most like creative liberty thing in here. Um, but I like it a lot. Yeah. Me too. Uh, Me too. I like it a lot. I don't know. I, I I guess the gist here is that Riska is a very complicated character and this route does a good job at exploring that a bit, even though it's explored a good bit in Homestuck. Uh, it's a, yeah. it's a, it's a fun little romp about how tragic Friska is and how she did nothing wrong. Yeah, and I think it, um, I think this is necessary, uh, at a point where Homestuck is, because, like, <laughs> I've been writing, I've been just, just does not have the capacity <laughs> to realize this. I've been was 10 years ago. We, <laughs> I've been was 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. This, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, not to say that I've been sucks, not to say that it isn't important, but, um, I, the, this is like true enough, this is true enough to hive bent, um, and true enough to where Vriska's character is taken in Homestuck, um, that I think that this could like, this, this could easily be like the definitive, um, here's Vriska. Yeah. Meet Vriska. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and if that makes anybody mad, then like. I'm, Grow up. I'm sorry. We can agree to disagree. Uh, this is this is fucking great. <laughs> it's all downhill from here. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah. Okay. I am also surprised that this is like in the first half of of Pastor Quest Total. I'm shocked by that. This is like, um, like <laughs> we saved risky business for the end. Uh. This being like less than halfway through was crazy. Yeah, I, I I feel like I feel like the troll section could have done with some like mild rearrangement, like we talked about in uh, Friend Sim. It, 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 it feels like there there are certain characters that would probably would have been better if they were tackled earlier because there's not much to work with with the source material, so it probably would have been better if they were addressed sooner. Yeah. And like we talked about last time with Carcat, how like Carcat's route kind of feels like it has to take a hit to depth just to be it's the first troll route. Cause he's the guy that he's the guy you know. Yeah. Um but yeah. Uh <laughs> I don't even think I have any complaints here. Um Do you? Do you have anything to complain I, about? I I, I don't. <laughs> uh yeah, me neither. Um I guess my only complaint is that it kind of feels like it ends, like, really abruptly. That was exactly what I was thinking. If I can come up with one complaint, it's that, uh, you kill Spider-Mom, and, like, that's it. Um, but, I don't know, that that can be it. Uh, yeah. Risk of having a chance to do something else is, is enough. And, like, how do you even put that into a conversation? <laughs> True. Ugh, yeah. Um... Sheesh. We got anything else? Uh, uh, no, we can keep talking about how much we like it and how good the I, route I, is. I, I have. I don't know. I I feel like if I want, I would just go back from to the beginning. Um, like, what is? 
it's 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 all good. I I, I guess big ups to the Tip Canoe and Tyler Two reference that was there. <laughs> shout out to uh, Al Gore. Yeah, shout out to Al Gore. <laughs> uh. Does anybody not know anybody not know who Al Gore is in the chat? Uh, let us know so I can feel old. I mean, I'm like barely old enough to like know who Al Gore is. Not, uh, to, to, I'm not old enough to remember that election, but uh, I'm old enough to know that uh, it fucked up the entire universe. Uh, this is the section where we transition into talking about how how Al Gore would have handled 9/11. Probably better than Bush. Probably better than Bush. Or. Or it could have wouldn't have happened. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You never know. You, you never, never know. You never know. It could have been worse. They they could they could have actually like hit the White House or the the, <laughs> the fourth plane could have been real. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Al, Al Gore aside, um, do we have anything else you want to hit on before uh, we wrap this one up? Um. No. No. Right. No. Uh, Actually, you know what? I do want to say it's a bit of a shame that that like I, I we we dunked on Gamzee and, and, <laughs> and like like these two being in the same volume is like kind of a shame on Gamzee's part because if he were if he were like in a volume with a character that had like a similar quality route in terms of exploring the character, uh. Things probably would have been a bit different in my in my views on Gamzee, but the mm-hmm. way that like both of these routes are like a- exploring like really divisive characters, and while at the same time doing like the Pester Quest plot shit, and one of them very, very clearly like handles it way better is is a bit tragic on Gamzee routes part. It, it it feel it's like exactly like with the last uh route of or like the last volume we did of um of friends sim where like we had like a really interesting uh maybe not as maybe not like as um not quite to this degree but like we had like the really interesting lank route that had a lot to say about like the story and like the way that uh people interact with stories and then our other half of that was uh we we did some saw stuff. Funny clowns. With some, <laughs> some funny clowns. We we had a really good uh, volume that explored a character really well. Uh, added some very some much needed, uh, incredibly well done storytelling, and then we also hung out and got high with a clown a little bit. Yeah. Like you know, it's a good time, but one wins. Yeah. Anyways, I'm All out right. of stuff to say, so we can we can wrap this one up. All right. What are we reading next week? Uh, next week, we're gonna be reading Volume Seven, and we're gonna we're gonna be talking about our friends Equius and Terezi. Oh fuck yes, dude! <laughs> Let's go. All right. Uh, okay. I think that we can wrap this one up then. Yeah. All right. So uh, you've been listening to a Homestuck podcast. I'm Aiden, and I'm John. John, we'd like to thank our patrons. I would love to shout outs to the big 14 uh ashen one michael p haxus three mel tezrak amber m danny caffeine gareth f simon martins happy birthday simon martins 
Happy birthday, uh, Simon. Uh, Corin, Ina E, and Darsh. And the one you say. And the one you say. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't have the Patreon up, so I can't tell they're still giving us money. Thank you, Poof the 27th as well. And anybody else who would like me to say their name. I'm kind of getting attached to it. It's fun. Uh, <laughs> I can do them too. So, uh, you know, just let me know. Forming a, <laughs> for- know <laughs> Forming a reverse parasocial relationship with Poof the 27th. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, not 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 to single not to single poof out. I'm I'm sorry if that was I'm sorry if that was weird. That 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 would be weird. A- anybody in general, it's funny. I'm I think it's fun. Give me some more names to say. Um, yeah. Uh, if you would like to join uh, those illustrious names, you can go to Patreon.com/hpcast. Uh, you can give us money. Um, you can even have uh, me say your name if you want. That'd be crazy. Uh, if you go to if you go to our Patreon, you give us money. Uh, you can get perks such as um. Uh, what, what's, what's a good one that's not the fan troll or the channel that I haven't brought up in a while? Um, you can get the episodes early, uh, on the weekends, and we got a bunch of other silly-ass perks, uh, for our ridiculously high money tiers that nobody else will ever give. Uh, but if you want your fan troll in the comic, you can give us, like, I think it's like four figures or something a month. <laughs> so yeah, uh, patreon.com slash ahpcast, uh, get the early episodes, check it out. Um, yeah, if that sounds good. Um... And if it doesn't, well, you're in luck, because our second shout-out uh, goes to all of our listeners, uh, free or not. Um, we appreciate uh, having uh, fans, having a, a community of sorts. Um, it's uh, it's it's very cool uh, to have people along for the ride every week. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, if you would like to... Uh, we encourage you to join the Discord. Uh, it's You can be found on our Twitter, uh, at, at HPCast. Um, and, uh, come and say hi, uh, cause it's, like, actually semi-active now, and it's, it's cool, uh, if, if that sounds interesting, if you want another semi-active Discord server to add to your list, then, uh, check it out. Um, let's see. Other than that, uh, our third shout-out, as always, goes to our artist and editor, Alex. Uh, as always, there is no HP cast without Alex, uh, he does a fantastic amount of work for us, um... And uh, we love him, and we, we really appreciate him. So thank you, Alex. And with that, uh, I think we will see you again, uh, not next week, because John is on vacation, but the week after that, uh, with Volume 7, uh, with our, our dear, dear friends, Terezian Equities. Uh, so we will see you next time, everybody. See you.